This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other show, and it's time to bury a legend, Ryan Nelson. Justin, what a sweet flex by Lady Caroline to bring all the ex-wives and mistresses <laughs> together as one happy family. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I haven't uh, seen that either. And when I saw that picture, I was like, wow, what an image that we were getting here in this, in this particular section of the show. And, and then, and then Marsha and, and uh, Carrie holding hands. I mean, one sweet old. <laughs> Sweet family. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So, because uh, well, I have quite a bit more said about that. So, uh, if you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the ninth episode of the in the penultimate episode of the final season of Succession. Uh, you know what? I did not get a title on this one, so I forgot to do that. So I apologize. I'll look that up before we go to our church break. Church and state. Thank church you. and state. Thank you, church and state. Because I forgot to look it up. Uh, if you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to podcasts, you can support us at any level, and any level of support on Patreon will get you the show ad-free. You can go sign up for as low as the $3 level, as high as the $20 level, $5, $10, doesn't matter, any level in between. You will get the show ad-free. There are also some bonus episodes on there as well, so there's other reasons why you can uh, support us. You can also pick every, so every so often we do try to give our Patreons excuse me, our patrons, a chance to pick what we're going to recover, of, not what we're going to recover, but what we're going to cover here on the show. So if you would like to have any say-so in that, uh, just go to patreon.com and look us up, and then you can join us and have some say-so in that. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, you can write us a review while you're there over on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we would really love to hit 200 ratings at least. Not even a review. You don't even have to write anything. Just go to, if you're on Apple and you're listening to the podcast, scroll down to your Apple player. And while you're there, just scroll on down, hit the little five star, and uh, just help us out that way. Like I said, we'd love the review, but if you can't, don't have time to do the review, then you can always just give us a rating, and that would help us a lot. Uh, if you would like to interact with the show, though, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any thoughts or questions that you might have or any suggestions you might have for us to cover. We'd love to hear those, so just go to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. All right, so penultimate episode of the series, not just the season, but the penultimate episode of the series. So we have one more episode of Succession left. It's coming to us Memorial Day weekend. But before we get to the finale, we obviously have to discuss the penultimate episode of this season and the series. So general thoughts, we do this every week. What are your general thoughts on what we just witnessed? Well, as predicted, we had a feeling this was going to be a banger, as they (laughs) usually are with the HBO show, and it was. Man, this has to go down as one of the best episodes in this series and in TV general. It was tense from the start to finish. Um, It was so interesting to watch Roman on top and then just hits rock bottom at the end. Kendall, uh, you know, just becoming his father more and more. Shiv making some plays. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was just incredible. And dude, James Cromwell's like, "Hey, y'all finally giving me a shot again," and just <laughs> drops about forty points in about four minutes. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, this was it was a powerful episode to say the least. 
One of the things that the show has always done, and one of the things that it excels at so well is because these people are just so insanely wealthy and because they have so mm-hmm. much money, they are basically shielded from how things actually work in the real world. We, we get yeah. very little sense of what the common person in America or in, in, in the world in general is actually living and how their decisions that they're making and what they're actually doing, how it actually affects that the day-to-day the people like you and i the people like our listeners we don't we don't get any sense and that's the point of the entire show is that these these people are operating in just a completely different stratosphere than everyone else but what i like about this episode is we are finally seeing that the actions that Roman and Kendall took in the previous episode. Here are the real life consequences. Here are oh, yeah. here is how you're going to now have to come face to face with this because it is such a massive decision that you made and because it is affecting so many people on the everyday life in their everyday life, you're going to have to come to grips with it. So there are times when this episode they are shielded from this when they're when they're getting ready for the funeral, when they're actually at the funeral, when they're in the the, the the reception that follows yeah. the funeral they're still shielded but when they are trying to get to the funeral there is chaos and commotion yeah. and all of this tension that's surrounding them when you've got kendall who is dealing with you know rava doesn't feel like it's safe for their two children to actually come to the funeral because of everything that's going on you've got the moment at the end where you know at the end of season, the penultimate episode of season three, we kind of were worried about about Jeremy Strong's character, about Kendall. Is he still alive? Uh, you don't get quite that same sense, but there was a moment I thought he might that Roman might actually die during this. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, is he about to get trampled? Yeah, that's the way it really felt. Now, and I think he wanted to. He wanted to feel some pain. Yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to feel something. I think that was kind of what he was going yeah. through. He just wanted to feel. He wanted it to hurt physically as much as it was hurting him emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're going to talk all about that. But like I said, that then it's pretty clear that he's not dead in, in this one. Where right, right, because they show him in the next in episode. yeah the coming up one. So well, I thought it was interesting, you know. Kendall Roy is just one of the great characters of all time because at the beginning of the episode, he is concerned about everything that's going on. Yes, he is. But when Rava tells him his kids are leaving, he totally changes. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, you're overreacting. It's completely safe, you know. And basically, and that's just so true to who Kendall is because he is willing to look at things honestly and he's willing to look at things and evaluate those things based off of what the way they really are but the moment somebody basically says that you've done something incorrect that you've done something wrong that's when he gets on the defensive and just denies reality completely because rava is basically insinuating that their decision to declare minkin as the winner is what is causing all of this upheaval and all this unrest throughout the city of New York. And they mentioned some other places as well, but that's what is causing all this problems. That's what's causing everything to be an issue for them right now. And he's like, no, that's not, it's, it's dumb. It's stupid. I mean, and Roman's kind of doubling down on on that as well. Mm -hmm. And, but what you mentioned here at the beginning, when you talk about him, let's, let's just start with Roman because Roman is such an interesting case throughout the entire course of this entire show, because there are times when Roman is just a complete and total butthole. I mean, oh yeah. There have been times at the beginning of this thing. There have been times in the middle. There have been obviously within the you know we talked 
extensively about this in the last episode, Roman was made the villain, and it felt like that was taken away from him. As quickly as it was put upon him, it was taken away yeah. from him. I guess so. I still hate him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, look, he's, and the, he's still not a likable character, but there was a yeah. moment where you felt sorry for him. I you mean, felt, you felt bad for him because he's grieving his father. Yeah. And he hasn't had a, he really hadn't had the opportunity to do that. He's been in denial and it hit him at that moment. I guess Ewan's story of, you know, what had happened to his father with the polio right. hit him in a way that he wasn't expecting and he couldn't handle it. And, uh, well, what I think, I think that played a part in it, but I think what played the ultimate part in, in Roman's downfall right before he was supposed to give the speech is Roman was getting ready to stand up there because he's practicing the speech as he's getting mm-hmm. ready for the funeral. And while he's practicing the speech, he's talking about how great of a man he is, about how he did all these wonderful things, about how he was a conqueror and all this type of stuff. And that's what the crux of Roman's speech is. And when uh, James Cromwell, what's his character's name again? Ewan. Ewan. When Ewan gets up there and basically says, you know what, I don't care what y'all say. I want to get up here and speak anyway. We'll talk about James Cromwell in a second. But Yeah. Um, my brother is a horrible human being. <laughs> yeah, but he, that's basically what he does. He, he, oh, yeah. he makes... He makes Roman have to deal with the reality of yeah. who Logan actually was. And Roman was not prepared to do that. And so to sit there and have to go up and after he's heard the actual truth be told about his father and to sit there and try to give a different side of this, because that's what Shiv and Kendall are saying. We've we yeah. got we to get the other side out. we got to get the other side out. And for them to and for him to have to sit there and try to do that and realize, no, that's not who my dad is. My dad is the correct the correct portrayal of my dad was already given by you and i can't go up there and give you another one and he right. just completely collapses and everything he has done all of the all of the things all the ways in which he felt like he had won in the previous episode it is completely gone right. in a moment in this one and you know what else was interesting you saw a couple times jerry look at him mm-hmm. which is like almost sympathy but still didn't want to go talk to him right. or help him but like Pity. You yeah, saw pity Carl and Frank. Mm-hmm. Carl and Frank laughing at his, you know, his video that's gone viral. Of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you 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 dance with the devil like he has. There's consequences. Yeah, yeah. There's huge consequences, and he's and he is dealing with those consequences at this point. And he is up until the you know the, the very end of this episode because. I mean, Kendall, you know, is kind of defending him with Minkin at the reception of, of the funeral at this point because like, yeah, Minkin's, yeah. Minkin's yeah. basically making fun of him when yeah. he comes up to him, which is a horrible thing to do. But uh, Kendall <laughs> kind of defends him. But Kendall just basically comes up to him at the end and says, you know what? You screwed it up. You you, you tried to be yeah. like Dad. You tried to do a dad move, and you screwed it. He's used, obviously, different words, obviously. But uh, right. you screwed it up, and Roman's like – Roman's kind of in denial about it, but the more that Kendall just lays it out there for him, he's like, yeah, he he, he can't, again, just like he couldn't with his father, he couldn't deny Mm -hmm. who his father was. He can't deny this. He tried his best to secure things with Minkin, and now it looks like Minkin is completely double-crossed them and is willing to go along with Madsen, and he just can't deal with this. And like That's when we get to that point at the very end where I was like, is he going to basically commit suicide by getting involved with this mob and 
I don't know if that was what his what he was wanting to do, but it sure felt like that's what he was trying to do. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised not one of the mob recognized him and didn't beat him to a bloody pulp. True, I was a little surprised by that <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was also interesting, and they showed this in the after credits, like Roman was on such a high, him just... I will say hilariously, insulting his sister's pregnancy and some sick fantasies. And then even the scene with Kendall where he's like, oh, you're wearing sunglasses so you can hide your tears. And then he just craps the bed. Yeah, he does. And that's what that was one of the. I mean, Roman was just like he was for a while. He was still in that same high that he was on last week because mm-hmm. I mean he was making some horrible, horrible jokes about his sister, about his stepmother. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like about the things he would do with him sexually, which is like just absolutely right. disgusting. I'm like, really? Are you really saying this this stuff? And he, like I said, it was just and just for him to all of a sudden just completely plummet. It was a startling yeah. fall. It was this character who, and look, this entire season, all three of these children have been on huge roller coasters. There have been moments when mm-hmm. they have all looked like they were ready and poised to take control, and then the very next moment they look like they were completely done. They do it again with in this episode with Roman. They do it with Shiv in this episode. Shiv looked awful last episode. Now she looks like she's in pretty good position. Kendall, you know, he doesn't look good because he's with with roman but he kind of saved the day with his speech again yes he did his problem is he's just a horrible father and human being and probably going to hell well yeah that's, that's kind of the issue <laughs> with he, him yeah but he may end up on top though yeah he might and that's and that's the kind of thing i mean we don't know i mean he felt throughout this episode he felt the most like his father like he has ever he felt was him. getting it he was getting a team together. He got Hugo. He got Colin. Mm-hmm. You know, he was working the room. He's still in good with Frank and Carl. So, right. you know, you can't you can't count him out. No, you can't. So, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Shiv real quick. Because uh, Shiv, again, in this episode, she went from looking really awful in the previous episode. And I didn't know if she would have enough time to recover. But yeah. She did. I mean, she bounced back really, really mm-hmm. well. I mean, it just kind of goes. To, mm-hmm. It goes to show just how how uh, resilient her character is. Because, like I said, she looked awful. She looked like she had completely lined up with the wrong horse in the previous yeah. episode, and now she has found a way to put herself back into a position of possible power throughout. Mm-hmm. Star, a possible way in which she's going to take over the company, which makes me believe that it makes me even firmer believe that she's not going to end up as right. right. She looks good, you know, man. And they did it again. If you watch, there was a nice scene between her and Tom. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the scenes for next week, it looks like they're getting along again. Damn it, are they going to get these two <laughs> kids back together? We, we all want it. Deep down, we all want it. Oh yeah, we all want it. But I don't know what I don't know how they're going with that because yeah. there was a well, there was a nice scene between the two of them at the end where mm-hmm. and look, Shiv is just she can be she can be completely heartless. I mean, you make it the the line that her mother gave her and the, the line oh, that that. Tom gave her in the in the previous episode about being not being a good mother. I mean, she literally takes a couple of sips of wine just. To, I know. I mean, that's horrible. I mean, she's pregnant. I know. Well, I mean, she also tells you know Madsen and tells her mom, "Oh, I'm not going. 
this kid, I'm not taking yes. care of this kid. Yeah, he, I'm gonna do it the family way, as she says. You know, she'll I'm, the kid will I'm, never see me. And, I'm gonna be working in in labor. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, she, she comes across as a potential like she comes in like across as really good in terms of position to be able to take over the company, but she makes herself look absolutely horrible. Which I guess she's trying she's trying to do like what. Kendall's doing and trying to be like her father. Mm-hmm. Where I'm she was this first, just like a horrible look for her, but it it puts her in a good position, which was just a weird, a weird dynamic she, that they had going. She had some good moves too because she was very sweet to Roman at the funeral. Yes, so was. that makes her looks good. That makes her look good. Then Kendall gives a good speech, and she's like, "All right, I got to step up now." And yes. she. Hers wasn't as good, but it was still fine. It was yeah. still it was much better than what a robot was doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh, and the, you know, it's just so it just goes to show how of a horrible world these people live in because mm-hmm. there is no reason that anyone should be criticizing Roman for what happened for him getting ready to stand up there and right. speak at his father's funeral and just not being able to do it because he's so completely overcome with emotion. I mean, uh. If either of us were to have had that happen at our parents, you know, we were to say we were on speaking, then we just get overcome. No one's going to be criticizing us for it. No, but absolutely not. In the world that they live in, this is looked as a a weak, a horrible move right. by them, and it's just like I I said, it's just a hor- such a horrible place that they live in, and it, it, right. it's just fascinating to completely watch. Uh, and speaking of, uh, I I'm s- still wish we had gotten uh, just a brief uh, bit of whatever Colin wanted to say, or Connor wanted yeah. to say, <laughs> that could potentially have been litigious. That's right. Yeah, I know. I was wondering, like, what she says, this might be litigious. Like, what in the world is he talking about in this little speech that he wants to give? So, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's go ahead and move on to Kendall real quick. Then we'll come, we'll, we'll circle back around to Connor here in just a second. All right, so Kendall is the third sibling, obviously, that uh, we need to focus on because while I think Shiv is in the best position coming out of this episode in terms of taking over the company and becoming the ultimate CEO because she basically convinces Matson to mm-hmm. try to, try to like, I don't know, placate uh, Minkin, I guess is the best way to put it, to placate yeah. him is by putting a U.S. CEO in, ter- in charge of Waystar. She comes out, like I said, looking really good. But that once again, that makes me think that she's not going to end up with him right. because of the I'm, they, I'm with you. because of the fact they made her look so good. Kendall is still scheming; he's still conniving, and he has such a weird arc. We kind of talked about this a second ago. So he starts off; he's in a really bad spot because one, he's looking at the TV, he's watching television, he's looking at everything that's going on, and he realizes. Okay, this is what we've done. We've we've basically declared Minkin the president, and now look at the chaos that is surrounding us. Like people are probably literally dying because of the mobs and the right. riots and stuff. And this is yeah. all because of what we did as a, a way to say try to like, save our deal. They're still counting the ballots. Yes, he hasn't won. Yeah, he hasn't won, and that's the thing. That's the other thing that is kind of like weighing on mm-hmm. on Kendall. Like the he calls Roman here. It's like, can 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 we talk to Minkin? Can we get him to kind of tone this stuff down? Because Minkin is Minkin is one of those things. If you look at this, is one of the things I was trying to pay attention to. I was trying to pay attention to all of the televisions that were covering this. Mm-hmm. You see, there's a there was a, a screen where basically Minkin was basically kind of like 
they were they said something i don't remember exactly what it said but he was still being just as completely upfront and brash about having won this right. election and even though it is you know a it's still being contested it's still yeah. not as solid as he wants it to be but he's still out there putting that and that's just continuing driving the the fear and anxiety chaos, and yeah. the chaos of the country up but yeah jared Ju- oh, excuse me justin kirk is very good as making he's so slimy and he's he working the room he just feels like a slimy grifting politician yes he does he he plays that part extremely well and uh it's bringing him in and adding him as a significant character in these last few episodes has been a yeah a real a real benefit to the show um but kendall like i said then you have the moment where kendall is like he he, this is weighing on him it's it's he's struggling with it but the moment rava calls and talks to rot and talks to kendall about not taking the children to his father's funeral that just sets him completely off i mean he's like at the end of the conversation he's saying i'm going to stand in front of your car are you going to run over me what are you doing he just completely flies off the handle yeah and i love how they rode right past him yeah well and then and then he gets the news jess, jess is leaving yes. him yeah so jess has basically decided that she's going to leave and she won't come out and say it's because of the minkin stuff but it's pretty obvious that it's because of the minkin stuff yeah because we saw it last week remember she was the one when when greg got the news that right. it happened she looked very upset yeah she didn't look there's not that many people of color on this show. Uh, and this, yeah. I think it makes sense because of the way that, because of what they're making this show about, because the, mm-hmm. there, there shouldn't be a whole lot of people of color on this show. <laughs> no. uh, but she is one of them. And, you know, it's, I'm, you know, it's one of these things where she's probably for many, for much of her life, her, uh, for much of her uh, professional life, she's she's had to weigh this, you know, I'm in a really good job, I've got a really good position, but mm-hmm. what is this, you know, how much have I sold my soul for this? And it feels like this is the ultimate, okay, I can't, I can't sell it this much. I mean, and then she's ready to move on. She had to survive all that crap she had to buy for his birthday party. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, she's but Megan was just was too far. Yeah, that was the Mankin was just too far. The birthday party, the birthday party was probably was pushing it, but the, but the yeah, that was, was just that, too was, that had pushed her to the limits. Yeah, it, was, it, it pushes her to the limits. So, uh, but so you have to give Kendall credit again because Roman craps a bit at the at the funeral. He, he doesn't give the speech. Uh, Kendall steps up and just gives another really fantastic speech in which everyone applauds him as he's coming down, which is the only one that anyone applauded. They didn't want to applaud the UN one. No one applauded the Shiv one. Uh, so that's a, well, a, inside they were applauding you and, well, yeah, they probably in, in their soul, they were applauding you. And yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're probably correct about that. Uh, but that's like I said, so the, that part of it is he's doing just an amazing job in terms of navigating all this. And look, we talked about this last week. You know, this family they does they do business at all times. So at this funeral, they're constantly conducting business, and he is trying to line up the soldiers that he needs while the funeral is right. Woof woof. Yes, that was a fantastic line. So after the funeral yeah. takes place, we get the he goes to Hugo and says, "You're going to be my dog," and uh, you know the scraps are going to be millions. And Hugo says, "Woof woof." That was a fantastic line. Yeah, it really was. Uh, yes, this was something that you know previously. Kendall did not do. He did not recover from bad. When bad situations happen, he just 
like he folded. F- fell down. He folded like Roman did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, he has this season. He is not. He has recovered every time. Yes, he has, and it's like I said, it's a testament to how much he has grown as a character because this is not what he did. I mean, yet think about back at the very beginning of season two when he is giving when he's on that television show. I don't remember what it was, and he struggles a little oh, bit yeah. first, but then he kind of recovers and puts it off a great performance and his father like says something like he actually did something good for a change or like right, right. He, he obviously used some more colorful language than that but but i mean that's just who kendall was to, to see him actually do well was a surprise yeah and that's what he's been doing this entire season is mm-hmm. he has been whenever he has been down he has always recovered and he has always fought back and he has always put himself into a position uh, to a good position which is not what his character has been so he has grown and he has kind of figured some things out about right. how to how to make the best out of bad situations um i thought it was interesting the way that he kind of navigates minkin uh this is probably this is probably yeah. one area where she does fail and which is going to probably come back to, we'll see if it comes back to bite him but he approaches minkin and then here at the end at the reception and this is when he starts to get a feel for like oh roman didn't lock this thing up as much as he said yeah he did. yeah but go ahead no, I was going to say, yeah, he he could sense that th- this was nowhere near where we needed it to be. Right. So basically, and this is also where he's like, all right, we basically sold our soul for this guy because we wanted to save the deal. And now he's just saying that he will do what he can try to do. I don't remember what the exact words that Minkin said, but it wasn't the it wasn't the resounding, yes, I will block this deal if you go ahead and declare me the winner. It wasn't exactly what he yeah. wanted. And this well, guy, he had... He had also gotten the Kendall had gotten the previous word about Shiv's movements, yes. so, so I think that that had made that was weighing on him also at that same time. Yeah, I think you're correct about that. So he's struggling with this. He's not responding to it just real well. Uh, like I said, I'm not sure exactly how they're going to do that because we don't get a whole lot of, of Kendall. And Greg is Greg is interrupting. Oh yeah, Greg is interrupting. Which and, is Col- and Connor. <laughs> yeah, so I want to. I want to. Uh, I thought that was interesting the way that he went to Connor. And Connor was like, uh, I don't know. What, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Colin. Excuse me, Colin. Because uh, he goes yeah. to Colin, and Colin is like not completely on board at first then he kind of gets on board what's the what is the appeal of having colin because colin is just a security guy so what is the appeal of having him like well, colin knew he knows where all the bodies no, are buried yeah, you can right. trust him man yeah, you can true. trust him point. yeah i didn't even think about it from that pr- perspective so that's a good that's a good reason i think, he, I think he's also trying to get the, the you know the the team that logan had that worked i think he's trying to get them all on his side yeah i think you're probably right about that because so. they have sway with the board now colin really doesn't but he needs a guy like colin on with him yeah. as well all right so let's talk about some of the periphery characters so let's uh let's kind of kind of briefly go over them so connor not a huge episode for connor yeah but gold and stuff when he's there obviously we talked about earlier about the about the the speech that he's going to give that could be litigious uh <laughs> Then we get like when they get to to uh, the cemetery, they're going to, to place him in a mausoleum. I guess is what the best uh, way to yeah, describe it. Yeah. And like I said, he's giving the details on this because apparently none of the other children are aware of this. But yeah. Connor has all the details. He's like, and you know, it's great. He's like, we he gets it on a deal from this dot com pet supplier. I don't know who it is, right? Uh, but you know, apparently he paid five million for it. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
You know, it's a one-time thing, though. <laughs> it is. It's a one-time thing. So, uh, and then when they actually, he like, come to him, I'll show you around. Like, just some of the weird things that they're going uh, on. But, you know, this, this is another thing. Connor actually listened to his father no, because didn't. there have been several times there have been scenes like this where Connor will bring up something that the rest of them didn't know. Yeah. And this and is the, either they examples. just ignored they maybe they ignored him, maybe somehow he told Connor for whatever reason. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's just interesting stuff. And then when they get in the mausoleum, yeah. they see all, they see the extra slots for. Oh my god! And they're all talking about whether or not they want to be bunk in there. Beds. Yeah, bunk, <laughs> but I said I'd come in for a top bunk. That was just fantastic. And that also, was. which was interesting is is Roman never actually goes into the mausoleum. I, I know that was, that was interesting. He couldn't handle it, man. He couldn't handle it. He ran to the limo. Yeah, he did. So, uh, some other periphery characters that we don't get a, a whole lot of. Uh, Matson is. He is still wheeling and dealing in this one. Alexander mm-hmm. Skarsgård continues to be a a force in this show ever since they have brought him on as a, basically a main character. Uh, you know, the, I, I did, he didn't seem as confident talking to Minkin, though. No, he didn't. He didn't seem quite and He shouldn't be because this is a guy who could end up being the president, whether or not he actually well, is going to be or not. So that's true. He should be kind of at his at his mercy at that point. But I like the the lines about uh, this the going to the nudist beach. Uh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. But those were really good. Uh, I mean, he is constantly out there playing and doing whatever he can to make this deal go down. Like I said, not a lot from him in this episode, but when yeah. we, what we got from him, I thought was really good. Uh, some other people, obviously, we talked about all of the ex-wives and the, uh, the mistresses. mistresses. Thank you. It's like, what's the word? Uh, just, I, we got Carrie back. I kind of forgotten about Carrie, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. Uh, we get her back in. Like, she's the only one, up until Roman has his breakdown, she's the only one that seems sad at this entire I know. Thing. She really does. I, I'm with you on that. Everyone else is like, eh. Yeah, because Jerry, uh, Carl's like acting like he's upset, and, and Jerry's like, I, I'll have to write, I read out the line, like, do you really care? Yeah, that was a good one. And another thing that was really good in that sequence is at the, I guess it was at How the, much, you, no, I, she says, how much of you is glad he's gone? Well, no, I mean, think about that, that was a good one, that was a good one as well, because Jerry apparently had enough. I mean, she, she, was, she was through. She was through with him. But, I, like I said, I don't remember if it was after the funeral, if it was after the, the, uh, the graveside stuff, because Shiv goes up to mm-hmm. Frank and Carl and says, how bad was he? Like she doesn't even completely know just how bad right. he awful was. And, I know. And Frank and Carl are trying to like, yeah, he, he was tough, but you know, I think Frank's he was a good, good egg. egg. He calls like, him a good what? egg. Yeah, I know that was a weird thing. Those are some bad eggs. And you know, like I said, it's it's like she's trying to really understand just how awful her act, her dad actually was mm-hmm. because it, he was a terrible person. But I'm sure she didn't see the worst of it being the daughter. So right. Uh, you know, we get we get Tom who is still having to deal with the fallout of this. I thought he was, we but, don't get a ton of but him, but still he's still sort of upset. He's not getting more of the blame. <laughs> yeah, I know, which is so <laughs> odd. Uh, yeah. 
Because there's this, I don't know what paper it is, but the, it's basically being laid out there, how this call came about and, and whatever paper it is. And, and Tom's name is barely mentioned. Small blurb. He should be much more listed. <laughs> yes. And apparently the fallout is Darwin is getting ready to resign. Uh, that's another thing yeah. that they mentioned, that this is going to lead to him uh, resigning from ATM because he doesn't want to be associated with it. But he's just exhausted. He's tired. And we get the great scene with between him and Shiv at the end, which was yeah. just fantastic. I mean, and he's like, I just need to go. It, it, it's a telling scene where he says, you know, I don't want to go back to the hotel because they know who my, they know my name, which is, you know, it just goes to show that that's where he's right. forced to live. Is he's forced to live at a hotel because of their marital situation. So, uh, and then who knows? Maybe they get back together. Maybe they don't. I don't know. We're kind of at that point. I kind of feel like they're going to get back some kind of mutual understanding or something. Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping so, too, but I'm not, I'm not convinced. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then we get Greg, who is just trying oh to like, get a get a mention with Minkin. He just wants to be wants Minkin to recognize him, and Minkin is not really yeah. helping him in that regard. But, he just wants to link up. But my favorite part with Greg is when Greg goes up to Shiv and Matson, and Matson says, hey, sexy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the? That makes me laugh so much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Greg also... Anytime he's on a bicycle, and he has been on a bike the, several times, times yeah. he's like... Uh, the guy Nicholas Braun's like six foot six. He looks ridiculous. He does, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> See, that's really ridiculous. The way he's riding too, and then also when he couldn't get you to stop, and oh, everyone's no. looking at him, and he's like, "What did you want me to do? Exactly. Take his legs out?" <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. And like, the whole family staring at Greg, and he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> Because they, there's nothing the man can do. I mean, I feel like James Cromwell could probably beat both you and I up, even oh, though he's probably absolutely. 85. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mess with James Cromwell. I wish they had like given him a line in that speech, like that'll do, uh, that'll do, Logan, that'll do, or something like that. So yeah, uh, yeah. from his babe line. So, yeah. uh, but like I said, good stuff from Greg. And like I said, that line where uh, hey, sexy, from, because oh my because God. Madsen hated him when he first met him, and now he's calling him hey, sexy. So, uh, well, he's he hung out with him and Oscar and did God knows whatever yes, happened and, that night. Yes, and drank things that weren't supposed to be drank. <laughs> and danced with an old man who didn't know where he was. Oh, goodness. Yeah, good stuff from, from all of them. So, uh, I think that wraps us up. Uh, well, I guess, all right, so let's talk about this real quick. Before we wrap up on this uh, segment, who wins? Who Who's in charge when we get to the end of the episode next week? Who wins the board meeting? I think I'm leaning Kendall. I, I just feel like he's going to end up on top. You know, you make a good point. Shiv is making the moves, which tells me it's not going to work <laughs> right, out for her. It really it does. It just feels like Kendall. Yeah, it, it feels like Kendall. I, I think that's where they're going to go with this. I think Kendall's going to end up having a very hollow victory. He's going to... And I think he's going to screw over his siblings. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he's going to have the company, but he's not going to have anybody around him. He's Because basically... The way his father, his life ended is that really kind of sad scene in that diner mm -hmm. in the first episode of the season where he's telling Colin that's his best friend who is just as basically his bodyguard. I feel like yeah. that's where that's what's that's what we're headed to with with Kendall is he's not going to have his children. His children aren't going to have anything yeah. to do with him. His, oh, yeah. his ex-wife won't have anything to do with him. His siblings won't want to have anything to do with him. He'll have the company, but he it'll be just this incredibly hollow victory for him. So yeah. And speaking of 
and I'm trying to remember, did you, Ewan had something to do, him and Logan at the beginning, and they push, he ends up pushing Ewan out over the years, right? I think so. It's been a while. Because uh, Ewan has money. Because so yeah, has... he, didn't, he didn't give it to Greg. Yeah, and Ewan is, and Ewan is on the board, too. So, I mean, that's, that's another right, thing. Right, so uh, that's what I wonder if they didn't. I wonder if it's going to be something similar where he screws over the others. Maybe. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that ends up being the case. So, maybe maybe Greg ends up winning. I, I, want, I would love for Greg. God, that day. would be the best. <laughs> it would be the best. So, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else we talk about or are we ready to do our awards? I think we're ready. All right, let's do some awards. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a season of a television show, we like to give out three awards. Up first is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who are you going with? Man, this is extremely hard, but I I think you have to go with the three main Roy siblings. I think you got to go Kieran Culkin, yeah. uh, Sarah Snook, and... and, and uh, Kindle. Yeah, I'll go with that. I was struggling with. I, I, I told uh, Ryan before we started that I'm like, I'm just going to play these by ear because every single one of these, I, I just could not make a decision on. I'm, well, I'm each of them, you know, Jeremy Strong, Sarah Snook, uh, Karen Coca, each of them looked like they were still in the episode at one mm-hmm. time. Right, but they all had an incredible episode. I, I think the three of them deserve it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll go with all three of them as well because I just could not pick up my winner. Uh, next is the Agatha all along the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? I mean, you got to go with the funeral, the whole no, yeah, the whole funeral scene. I think when Ewan starts speaking, that that part of the funeral is with that scene on. Yeah, yeah, from that moment on, because it just it affects all the children in such yeah. very unique ways and just brings out a, lot, a different part of them in ways that we didn't expect. So I'm with you on that. The if you come with the king, you best not miss. There's a lot of lines in every single one of these episodes. What's your best one for this one? I mean, I think you got to go with Roman Roy's. Is he in there? Can we get him out yeah. when he can't make it? But uh, there were so many. Like we mentioned, was I supposed to take out his legs? Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, how much of you is glad he's gone? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> this eulogy could lead us to legal action. <laughs> legal action, yes. Uh, I also thought uh, Shiv talking to her her new daddy uh, Peter her her stepfather right. when he when when he she lies to him and says he spoke of you all yeah, you're one was, of his favorites yeah that was a good one uh, the one that I, I was thinking of uh, when Madsen is talking to Shiv and he says you know if you're if you have a little you know what. You maybe you shouldn't go to the nearest beach. Uh, that was oh, a, yeah, that yeah. was a fun one. I, I gotta say, man, Hugo going woof woof, woof was up woof there was for me. Fantastic, that was a fantastic line. Uh, I, yeah, that was a good one. The he sex hey sexy by that yeah that was a good one. So uh, lots of good ones, but I'm I'm gonna go with the one that you had as well. So all right, rating time. Um, the mandatory here on the Man Attraction Podcast. We have a five tier rating system. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Beneath the Game of Thrones is Lost. Middle of the Road for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House. And Bottom of the Barrel for us is a Baywatch. I'm guessing we're sticking at Game of Thrones. I mean, how could you not, man? How could you not? Yeah. That was that was an all-timer episode. Yeah, it was. It was. I, look, I was, that will be talked about for a long time. I was a little concerned coming because funerals aren't fun. <laughs> Let's just be perfectly no, honest. With you. So no. I was wondering how they were going to do this and make it entertaining, and they did a really good job. So boy, they sure did. 
All right, before we head off for the week, we do want to give some recommendations to our listeners and things that we have seen or watched and want to pass them along to you. So what do you want to start with? Yeah, I got a couple. I saw Fast X. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So if you are not a fan of this franchise, you will hate this movie. And you will think it's complete garbage. (laughs) I I have not seen any of them, and I doubt I've seen this one, so... Yeah, but if you like the franchise, uh, this one it's it's good. Uh, I don't know what Jason Momoa it was doing as the villain, but I loved every second <laughs> of it. I, I really believe he was inspired uh, by uh, Noho Hank. Oh, really? <laughs> by his his outfits and mannerisms. Oh, okay. It was very Noho. He is just an insane villain. Props to him. They have added Alan Richson from Reacher. Okay. And he has kind of taken over for what The Rock used to play, like the the law person that's mm. coming after them. He plays that part, and he's really good. I saw him mentioned several times. Okay. But, no, man, these movies are just so insane now, even crazier, that I la- my wife and I were laughing so much. <laughs> And Vin Diesel is just a cartoon character. I do think they have definitely jumped the shark. There were times I was like, they need to end the series. But (laughs) there is a scene at the end that made me uh, think, okay, I'll watch the next one because they brought me back. But uh, I I will say they are definitely missing. Paul Walker, I didn't realize how much he brought to this series. He was just a... Just a good, charismatic, charismatic, cool actor. Right. And then The Rock is not on this right now. And so he is very missed. And it wasn't a lot of Jason Statham. But, okay. you know, if you're a fan of the series, go watch it. Uh, I also watch Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, uh, yes. I, need to, I need to watch it on Paramount. Yeah, it's on Paramount+. Plus. I really enjoyed it. I will say, and the same thing with Fast Sex. Can we quit the two hours and 15 minute movies? <laughs> yeah, there was no long. sense in either of these movies being that long. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is in both of them. She was really good in both. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. I have, I didn't never play Dungeons and Dragons. I have no idea if it's bringing in anything from the actual game. It, it, I haven't played any of the board games. I played a couple of the video games that are based on Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the Baldur's Gates, they mentioned that's part of it. Neverwinter okay. is part of the game as well. Uh, so they are bringing stuff actually from the okay, game. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But it was fun, man. Chris Pine is really good. Her, him and Michelle Rodriguez really had really good chemistry. And, and Hugh Grant is fantastic as a bad guy. But it's a lot of fun. I would, I would highly recommend it. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, I need to go back and watch it. I saw it in the theaters and it was really good. I want to go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. If you remember when I talked about it when I saw it in the theaters, I was sat next to some guy who looked like he was being tortured by being brought to this movie and that kind of... It, it affects I, you when somebody's sitting next to you. This is I'm shocked because I laughed a lot. There's yeah. a lot of little subtle like Monty Python type oh, humor. Yeah, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. A lot of Deadpool type humor. Yes, there is. Like that. So they, they did a good job of that. And the last, the last thing is the last thing he told me on Apple Plus... Okay. Starring Jennifer Garner, all the episodes are out. It was really good. It's it's a nice like murder mystery box show that uh, uh, it's eight episodes. They're pretty quick episodes. I think you'll enjoy it. Anybody? The last thing he told me on Apple Plus. Okay. Uh, 
Speaking of Apple TV Plus, so I had uh, my schedule has been finally relenting just a little bit, so I had a little bit more time this week, not a ton, but I did go back and catch up on uh, the Big Door Prize on Apple TV Plus. It is really good. It is really funny. It is really touching at times. Uh, they finished it up. I thought the finale was was really really well done. I always applaud any TV show that is willing to go out and say we're going to leave things open. We're going to leave it open so that this thing has to have a sequel. Has to have a second season, whether or not it actually gets one. Uh, that's oh, okay. what they do on it. So, because uh, there's there's quite a bit that's left unresolved in uh, the at the season finale of this. So, and they are getting a second season. They announced that like after the third or fourth episode that it's getting a second season. So, uh, oh, cool. If you haven't checked out, Apple is good at that. Yeah, that's the one good thing. They're good about giving their series some time. Yeah, and look, here's the deal. If it, it's a bit of a risk, if you film it basically saying we need a second season and you don't get one, it can be yeah. a little bit disappointing. Don't get me wrong, but I'm glad that they're taking those those chances. But um, mm-hmm. like I said, if you haven't seen the big. Uh, uh, the Big Door Prize on Apple TV Plus. It's really good. I would highly, highly recommend it. Uh, the other thing uh, I checked out this week, uh, it debuted on Friday on Freebie. That is uh, the show Primo, which is written yeah. by Shea Serrano. If you don't know who Shea Serrano is, he used to be on The Ringer. Uh, and he it's written a lot of books too yeah he's written a, a few books he's written a, uh, a lot of books i've got a i've got two of them uh i can't remember what the names of them are but uh something like one about uh, basketball one about superheroes and one, or uh, action movies just movies in general yeah it's just about movies. Yeah. That's, the, that's the one that's one of the ones i have the one about basketball is the other one i have that he does rap rap stars as well that one yeah. i have so uh but anyway the cool story about Chase serrano uh, back in 2017, this was my third year at the school that I'm currently teaching at, and we had a new principal. The previous principal had retired, and the new principal wanted to start up a a uh, school news, and no one had ever done it, so they asked me if I would do it, and I was like, sure, that's fine, but there was no money set aside for it, and it takes a lot of money to start up a school news because you, oh, yeah. you need computers, you need cameras, you need all this type of stuff, and she said, do your best to raise as much money as you possibly can, and so I started a there's this program called Donors Choose where people can go and donate money for uh, educational purposes. And I started that up and I knew Shea Serrano based off the things that he had written was before he became a writer for The Ringer and places like that and became an author. I knew he was a teacher at one time. So I, I sent him a DM on Twitter. I was like, hey, uh, Shay, could you like possibly help me out and like send this out to your to your followers he did and about six thousand dollars later uh wow i've i had everything that i possibly could have wanted to get our uh school news that's started. awesome uh, i didn't know this story yeah so like when primo came i was like look he will never know <laughs> that i watched it but i'm going to support him because he did a huge thing to help support uh me in our school news when we were getting it started so uh yeah that's and, awesome and here's the deal it's actually a really good show the the first episode yeah. is a little rough i'll just be perfectly honest with you but the second and third episode my wife and my daughter were complaining at me because i was laughing so much and they said it sounded like i was cackling so uh it's, okay cool i'll have to watch that yeah it like i said the first episode's not quite you can tell they're still trying to figure some things out but the second and third episode which is the ones i've seen i haven't watched all of it yet but those were absolutely hysterically funny so uh yeah. i really loved it so all right anything else you want to add before we sign off uh i meant to mention this too so uh if you're looking for movies to watch, uh, Million Dollar Baby is on HBO Max. That was really. Uh, and my wife says she has never watched it, and I was like, "Are you I, sure?" I and then, oh god, I'm gonna have to watch it with her. And let me tell you, 
it's not a rewatchable. I will <laughs> warn you. <laughs> yeah. So Million Dollar Baby is on HBO Max, but uh, I guess I'll have to watch that again and <laughs> go through that torment. But it'll be worth it. Uh, speaking of HBO Max, I'm glad you mentioned this. So real quick, if you haven't been aware, you haven't been paying attention, I'm not sure if our HBO Max apps are going to like magically change or if we're going to have to download a new Surely one. Surely so. Uh, but May 23rd, which is... What is today? Today's 21st. That's Tuesday. Uh, HBO Max is switching over to Max. Like I said, I don't know if we're going to have to download a new app or if our HBO Max apps are going to change, whatever. So before next week, before we watch the uh, season series the finale. hour we'll and a half series finale. Which was what today's, I think, was, too. Yeah, it was pretty. It's hour and ten. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, so just make sure that you download the new app if you're watching everything on the app. So, yeah. uh, Anything else you want to add before we sign off? Uh Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments as I always do. So, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.